Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Behind the Curtain Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Loy. This is a podcast where we take an inside look at an expat life. As an American citizen who has lived in Central Europe for almost 20 years, I'm going to take you behind the scenes to explore the joys and struggles of a foreigner. Welcome back, friends, to the Behind the Curtain podcast. Uh, We've been on hiatus for a while, but we're back. And one of the things I would like to explore in the upcoming podcasts um, are what I would call uh, some of my teaching's greatest hits. Uh, As a teacher, I have, there's a couple of these classes that I have used again and again over the years, uh, and I think they've been um, beneficial to a lot of people, and I want to use this platform to be able to remind you of some of these ideas that we've discussed in class. I also want to put them out there for people who have never had that experience of going through one of these uh, classes with me. So hopefully this will be like a podcast version of, of, a, of a class. Uh, that you would have with me. And I wanted it to be interactive. Uh, So at the beginning of a lot of these classes, I ask questions. So I'm asking you, the audience, these questions. And I'll be answering them along the way. But uh, I wanted to explore them with you because they get to a lot of what we talk about here on the Behind the Curtain podcast. So a lot of times, people ask me a lot, like, what is your favorite thing in the check? Um, Or what are your opinions about this thing about Czech? Um, And I've always wondered if someone ever asked me, what would be the most important thing to learn before you came to the Czech Republic? And actually people have kind of asked me that. I would say you have to be able to master the concept of authority. You need to understand how Czechs see authority. You need to understand how you see authority, whether you're an American or a Canadian or a British person. Understanding authority is the number one thing that needs to be understood. And you need a master because this is a special way and it's really particular to understand. And if you can understand that, it will help anyone who comes here. And the typical answer that people would give to this question of what was the most important thing to learn about before you come to check would be, you know, hey, you need to understand maybe about beer or you might need to understand uh, that checks are a little bit colder when you first meet them. Those are important things. Don't get me wrong. But this concept of authority is prime. So let me go ahead and start off with uh, some questions uh, that I would normally ask during a class. So first one, what type of authority do you want to be? Because if you're not already All of you at some point will be an authority. Maybe you'll be a boss. Maybe you have somebody under you. Maybe maybe you will have children. You'll be in some sort of situation where you're an authority. So what type of authority do you want to be? Um, To answer that myself, I want to be a good authority. Um, I want to be somebody who can get along with somebody, but also speak to people. To be somebody who can help lead people along. This really gets into the concept of leadership a lot. And we'll get into that in a little bit. How, do the, how does the U.S. and the Czech see authority? See, in the United States, I am my own authority. Really, when you boil down to Americans, they are their own 
authority. The Americans are the most individualistic, one of the, one of the most individualistic countries in the world. America was, was raised on rebellion. It rebelled against the British. They had a revolution, and they were successful. Now, whether you see that as good or bad, that's, that's not the point of this. The point is that Americans see themselves as their own authority. They have the right to speak out and against authority. And they'll be fairly aggressive about doing that. And fairly aggressive about maintaining their individuality. So Americans are their own authority. And I actually think Czechs are very similar. It just plays out in a very, very different way. Americans will be more overt about it. Czechs subvert about it. They'll subvert authority. And there's a really big reason why. It's because throughout history, Americans won their revolution. They, they, they have that experience of having won and speaking out against the authority and in some ways getting their way. Whereas the Czechs throughout their history, until recent history, have lost a lot of their battles with authority. So the way to handle authority is to subvert the authority. There's a couple things to this. One, there was a Slavic proverb, I think I might have mentioned it before, whereas the highest blade of grass always gets cut. And there's this way that when, when someone rises to a position of authority, it is almost important for the people under them to bring them down a notch, to bring them down to their level. That's the way to bring equality to society. Uh, Hitler, one of Hitler's um, generals, um, Heinrich, once commented about checks that checks are like a, a reed that when you bend them, they kind of form into who you are and then snap back and take you out. It is this idea that we will subvert you, we'll become like you, and then we'll bring you down. One of the, one of the best images of Czech and how they handle authority is a book by Yaroslav Hasek called The Good Soldier Schweik. Now, Schweik is the soldier who literally does everything that his authority tells him to do. And then by doing that, subverts his authority. And what happens is Schweik survives. The authorities come and go, but he survives by doing this kind of creative subversion of authority to equal out the playing field. And we've talked a lot about that in this podcast, whether it be the hockey episode or the Tikat Vikat episode. There's this need to level it out. Americans feel like they're level, but they're in their individual kingdoms. Czechs need to equalize everybody out and authorities need to come down. So another question I'd like to ask is, what is an example of good and bad authority in your life? So for me... Um, uh, one good authority was my father. I looked up to my father because when I watched him, I saw how many people looked up to him and admired him for his wisdom. And I always wanted that. My father always made a point to come to my baseball games, to come to any activities that I had, even though he had to work quite a bit. It was important for him. I was important for him. I can still remember playing a baseball game, sitting on the bench there and looking through a chained link fence. And on the other side, my father had just raced home from work in the city of Boston. It's a long commute. 
And he was sitting there with his tie undone, just sitting and looking at me through the fence. That was good authority. How about bad authority? I know many people out there um, have bosses or parents or relatives that have shown really bad authority. And I'm sorry for that. I don't have a specific example, but a, a, a bad authority is when someone doesn't come down to your level. Uh, I've seen situations where there's been collective guilt and there's been punishment for a whole class based on the infraction of somebody else in the class. And I personally find that bad authority. Any system where an authority shames a person in order to correct them, I think that's bad authority. I'd love to hear from you. What is a good authority? What is a bad authority? What type of authority do you want to be? So what I do at this point in the class is I make a list. On one, on the left side, I'll put the word good. And on the right, I put the word bad. And I ask students, what are the characteristics of good and bad authority? And so I, I want to go through that a little bit with all of you. And I'd be interested in hearing your thoughts on that. So let's, let's talk about the good ones first. When I've asked students about this, usually these are the types of things that they say. Empathy. The ability to see from a perspective of somebody else's situation. Trust. Being able to rely on that person. Respect. When you see them, that, that, that good authority, you admire them for what they do. A lot of times there's this mutual understanding where you feel like you're understood. Listening. This will be somebody who sits there and listens to you, to understands who you are, is willing to ask you the questions, and you feel like they're there with you. Love. Somebody who's willing to jump in, maybe even sacrifice for you. Those are the types of things that go under good authority. When I asked about the bad authority, and please let me know what your thoughts are on bad authority, these are the type of words I got. Ego, stubborn, impulsive, dismissive, chaotic, power-hungry, abuse, and irresponsible. And so when I look at these lists, I have the student, or I would like you to compare those. What do all those good characteristics, empathy, trust, respect, mutual understanding, listening, responsibility, what do all those have in common? And on the, on the bad side, ego, stubborn, impulsive, dismissive, chaotic, power hungry, abuse, irresponsible, what do those all have in common? When you look at it, I think you could boil it down into a couple words maybe. When you look at that good list, all of them denote you and me. All of them are about you and me working together. You and me. Empathy, I'm thinking from your end. Trust, I'm leaning on you or you can lean on me. Respect, I admire you and I show you good respect. 
mutual understanding. We're doing it together. Listening. I'm listening to you. It's you and me. Good authority requires you and me. What is bad authority? All those that we looked at. It's me. It's only me. Ego. Stubborn. How I think. Dismissive. How I think. And I think that's one of the biggest differences in, in, in authority. And what is good authority? Good authority is the one where it shows you and me working together. Bad authority says, I'm concerned about me, not you. And I think we see that in the United States. We see that in the Czech Republic. You and me is what you want. Now, as a Christian, I'd say, that's exactly what the Bible says. That God wants a relationship. He wants a relationship with you and me. He wants God and you in a partnership together. And see, you and me, that's what you want. You want somebody who can look at you. In my teaching, I hope to emulate Philippians 2 in the Bible. And Philippians 2 is this where Jesus comes to earth, becomes a human in order to show the way out, the way to heaven to reconcile with God out of our sins. And you and me is what you want. Where an authority will come down to your level to guide you forward. And that's what at least imperfectly I try to show in, in, in my classes and in, in, in this podcast in some ways also. I, I take it from Philippians 2 in the Bible. Whereas God became human, he came down in order to lead us to a reconciled relationship with God through Jesus. The God of the universe became human. He stepped down from his authority to have a relationship. It's the you and me that we're looking for. That's the thing to understand about checks. And so if you're ever in a position of authority, whether you're a Czech or an American or whoever you might be, you need to be able to step down, get to their level of the people that you're working with, to understand them, to show empathy, to be trustworthy, and to really let people know it's about you and me. That is good authority. Thank you for listening to the Behind the Curtain podcast. If you want to get the show notes or have new episodes delivered directly to your phone, you can go to the website behindthecurtainpodcast.buzzsprout.com to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, any ratings, reviews, or shares are greatly appreciated. If you'd like to connect, you can write me at the Behind the Curtain Podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your questions and comments. This is Justin Loy. Take care, and I'll talk to you later.